0: What up, my people? This is a no-catch-up podcast for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little, with my boy Nick the Quick. Another somber evening in Chicago, Illinois.
1: Very, very, very dark.
0: We're going to talk NBA draft, of course, right off the jump. Me and Nick, the the draft's not even over. It's 847 Central. The Oklahoma City Thunder are picking number 21 right now. We couldn't even wait for the draft to be over. We had to hop on the mics immediately.
1: They'll probably get a better pick than the Bulls.
0: (laughs) Okay, check it out. Before we get into it, before, before we get upset, let's talk about some brighter thoughts. What, how are you feeling coming into the draft tonight? For
1: the Bulls or for just the, in general? Just
0: for the Bulls.
1: Um, I never feel that good going into drafts with the Bulls, not over the last few years. So to be honest with you, I expected the Bulls to do some Bulls type stuff. I didn't expect what happened to happen, but um, I was honestly expecting like a Luke Kennard type situation, something like that. You know, the Bulls go for a certain type of player Big program players that were productive in college that don't necessarily have a ton of upside.
0: Well, we kicked the night off at 16. That's yep. our slot, right? So, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we're at 16. It's kind of that same spot that we've put ourselves in. Always. We win 41 games. You're going you're gonna to have a 16, 17. Middle eight, of the draft, yeah. And you're going you're gonna to hope and pray you pick up somebody like we a did. A household name. That's it's,
1: what they like to go for.
0: Exactly, right? So, draft kicks off. Nothing crazy happens. Fultz goes one
1: terrible um, terrible terrible suit game by the way yeah
0: suit game was suit game super was trash. trash
1: bow tie game was super trash, trash. <laughs> <laughs> pulls out the suit with like the uh the images of like his family and everything yeah. like, i mean i get it but like suit game was super trash for number 1 money
0: suit game was trash bow tie was trash and we we'll, we'll, we'll get to his game and and what we think he can yeah. he can actually do coming up here in a little bit but let's get to the bulls man yeah the bulls send First off, Jimmy Butler's been in trade talks all week, all, all month, week. All year, all the year before that. So shout I mean, out to Woj
1: for keeping this keeping this going the entire time too. I mean, all you had to do was follow this man's Twitter and he had the uh, the latest, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean, Butler's always been in trade talk yep. for, for for since however, as long as I can remember, when when him and D Rose weren't getting along, it was right. is Jimmy gonna go or is D gonna go, whatever. Um man, this is exactly what I was afraid of. First off, the Timberwolves, I don't know about you. Check, check me if I'm just out, out of the loop. But the first time I heard the Timberwolves' name was today. Uh, I had heard it. So I remember they were
1: talking about it. Um, like a serious note. Yeah, nah, nothing serious till today. It was always Boston. It was Cleveland. It was thrown all over the place. But, yeah, the Timberwolves kind of emerged as a, as, a, as a big name today for sure. So
0: the Cleveland thing kind of got swept under the rug with some interesting stuff where someone from Cleveland told Jimmy, like, don't even bring that here, bro. Kyrie. Yeah, because that's his boy, like <laughs> yeah. you said. Yeah, they
1: play in the Olympics together. I mean, who else would he have a relationship with in Cleveland? No one None of those other players have crossed through the Bulls or anything like that. Um, 100% had to be Kyrie or just whatever players talk. You know what I mean? And no one's going to send him off and be like, hey, yeah, you're going to go to Cleveland and we all leave in two years and you're just left in Cleveland.
0: And that, on top of him hearing that and on top of him being available for that super max deal if he mm-hmm. stays with the Bulls, that's cuz like an extra reason to just stay put at. Well, oh, I
1: think if he got traded to Cleveland and did two years in Cleveland if I'm not mistaken, can he sign that max extension with Cleveland if nah. you have two years service there or the su- I
0: think the su- well the super max comes with that like what what Chris 7 Paul- years of service yeah, type exactly. thing. Okay. like what Chris Paul's doing with the in, same with team. The yeah, yeah, right, exactly. right. Okay. Um so <clears throat> Here we go. Trey comes off the board. Boom, 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 boom. boom you know what I'm saying? Well, like, first
1: we get like the alert, like they're nearing a deal with the Timberwolves, and we're like, oh shit, it's about well, to I go heard down. that all week. Yeah, right, right. All right almost with it. the Cavs. He's almost undoubtedly to be traded to the Cavs by the end of the day. He'll be yeah. with the Celtics by the end of the day. Yeah, right. Like, whatever. Danny Ainge on the phone right now. Deal right.
0: is done. We're yeah. just waiting for the final pieces. Right to be named later. All this bullshit. Sure. Right. So, but then Woj says. <sighs> Then Woe sent out the sent out the real joint. The Woe's and, bomb. And, and when he comes out with it, you know it's the real deal. It's official. Bulls. First off, this the funny part is the 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 first trade I saw was Jimmy to Minnesota. The Bulls getting return Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and the seventh pick. Right. And I thought that was a bad trade. Right. Then we add in. Then it, it comes out a couple minutes later that the 16s included in the deal as well. Right,
1: our original draft pick this year,
0: the original pick. So we swapped 16 for seven mm-hmm. for Zach Levine, who's coming off a torn ACL. Right, Chris Dunn, who's shown very effort.
1: unimpressive in his rookie year, extremely. unimpressive. And he was supposed to be one of those guys who was supposed to come in the league and have a little bit of success, but yeah, did did not last year at all. Couldn't even out. Couldn't even uh, unseat Ricky Rubio for that starting position. On a bad team, which is telling.
0: Excuse me. That's what we got back for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it's another robbery, Nick. This is an absolute robbery. There's, I don't, there, I don't even know how else to put it. We yeah. got fleeced. Yeah. Thibodeau, who who's the who's the uh, the president? He runs operations. He's coach. President, right. whatever for for Minnesota. So this right. is all his doing. Yep. He called up the Bulls, went back and got his boy. Jimmy called, Miller, up gar packs. Call, called up Garpacks. Called called up garpacks His it boys was, was like, yeah. <laughs> that's the other. Yeah, party yeah, party. yeah. Hey, what's
1: up, guys? Remember me? Yeah. Yeah.
0: We don't even like. like but, we hate this dude. About to
1: take you all to church.
0: Like, like, yeah, like.
1: He just finessed him. He finessed him. And then, you know, and I mean, it wasn't like, so if Jimmy was going to get traded, I wasn't expecting some godfather offer. I just don't think the Bulls had a ton of leverage in the situation. Everybody knew that we were shopping him around town all week.
0: why do people keep saying listen, that, though? Listen, listen, listen. Well, how come we don't ever have any leverage? We're the one with the all-star. Because when we're you're shot— We're the sh- one with the all-star two-guard making Because what were we just dollars? talking
1: about? Jimmy Butler was involved in four different trade rumors. They've been in trade rumors for two care. years. That's fine, though. So we the Bulls still have, have no leverage. It's just known that they want to move. Him. It's known that they're desperate to move. Him. Look, look. Let me Hear me out. Hear me out. I didn't think that they were going to get a ton for him, just given the situation, right? But then don't let I, let him thought, go. I thought that they would get more.
0: Then don't let him I go. I thought that they would get more. I— if you're not
1: gonna what were get, you expecting for him though? You thought that Boston pick either one of those. That Boston number three was not on the table, and that twenty eighteen Nets number one is not on the table either, because that's a number one pick again. That's a top three pick. So Boston was out of the equation, right? Um,
0: why is Boston out of Why is Boston out of the equation at three when Tatum's gonna go at three and Jimmy Butler will eat that boy's lunch up? Because I, and okay, so. You, uh, why is he off the table at three? They're going to pick Tatum. They would get Jimmy, and they'd give us what the the Nets' 2018 pick. That's a that's a haul for Jimmy Butler. To slide in that team because that's bo- just coming off of Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Boston trading for Jimmy messes up their cap flexibility this summer. So for them, uh, Tatum at four million or Jimmy at twenty. Represents more money for them to go get Gordon Hayward, Blake Griffin, whoever it is they're trying to target a free agent to put around that team. I'm just saying, man, Ainge didn't get all these assets by making dumb trades, right? No doubt. He didn't get all these – he didn't take an Eastern Conference uh, finals team, right, and add a number three pick and then have a number one pick next year and then get more picks out of that deal from Philly um, by making a dumb trade. So he wasn't going to give that up for Jimmy. Jimmy's great man but I mean look I don't I don't think he was going to bet the farm on Jimmy Butler not right now and not if he didn't feel that it was going to make them automatically a better team than Cleveland
0: nothing this is this, we need to stop saying that shit too no one's going to be a better team than Cleveland until LeBron James falls over, and retires. So then why would Danny Ainge trade a young asset? Well, then, I mean...
1: So we move back to the Bulls, and why couldn't they find a better deal, right? So why couldn't they get an established NBA starter in this trade, right?
0: I don't want an established NBA starter. Either blow the team up and run run out Chris Dunn campaign and all those clowns. Right. Keep all...
1: So what, are you, know so what are you trying to get? So what are you trying to get? You want two two picks? picks. Another first rounder picks. from Minnesota? They're yeah, not going for that. I man. want picks. The Bulls waited too then, long then, to trade then you this don't guy.
0: Give him up. I want picks, bro.
1: Yeah. We need players. I hear you. We don't give them I don't I'm not I'm not defending this Butler I'm not defending this trade for, at all. For Levine. I'm not defending a, this trade at all. I just don't think that uh I just don't know what else they were going to get and who what they were going to get it from. What
0: type of leverage? Everybody in the
1: league knew they wanted to trade how, this guy. How
0: can you be under that that big a leverage for a guy that's signed for two more years at $17 million and is an all-star?
1: Because you're not a good organization.
0: I mean, like how much how much pressure can you be? They call you up with some bullshit like this. Yeah. They call you up with, hey, we have Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and seven, and we need Jimmy in 16. You fucking hang up on him. Yeah. You, you laugh in Tip's face and you hang up on the phone and you say, do not call me again with no bullshit like that. That's what you do with a <laughs> trade like that. Forget about it going through. Yeah. That's, that's not even a thought of it I, going through.
1: The biggest thing for me that pissed me off is the 16th pick. It's 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 unexcusable for them to include that pick in that trade. You're already giving Minnesota the best part of that deal, which is Jimmy Butler. right? The three things that they were giving you do not add up to Jimmy Butler, not even close. The fact that you included that sixteenth pick in that in that trade is indefensible. The risk—it's unbelievable. If you're trying to rebuild, why not have two first round draft picks this year?
0: The risk reward has to be some type even, right? What is Minnesota giving up?
1: Nothing. 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 No risk on that. They're basically saying that hey, Chris Dunn was a mistake. Uh, we'll go with the seventh pick. Who? Okay, yeah, this is a loaded draft, but Jimmy Butler is a true superstar. Absolutely, man. Minnesota won this pick or won this trade 110%. The Bulls really fucked this up by giving up that 16th pick. I don't care what you were going to do with that pick. It's another young player that's part of your beat rebuild, another first round draft pick, right? Another guy who you can kind of swing for the fences with, take a long shot player, somebody you can stash, whatever it might be. These guys eventually come around and start playing in the NBA. Giving up that pick is indefensible. Indefensible. It does not make sense. 16th overall draft pick in the NBA draft is valuable. We see it every year.
0: Le- uh, Zach is set to make 9.6 next year. He's restricted. But it's just, I mean, it's a great move for Minnesota.
1: Zach Levine's set to make 9.6 yeah, million 9.6
0: dollars? 9.6 in 2018,
1: 2019. Oh. Who is, oh, wow,
0: that's So, crazy. I mean, th- this is, I don't even, it's just, it's just, it's, we don't – how do we not use our best asset and leverage it and, and at all?
1: How do we not ever get anything back in a trade that we like? Nothing. Never.
0: Nothing. We don't Never. get anything.
1: Never. You got to have one thing that you can hold on to in that trade, right? And we'll get into the pick later because maybe, hey, we could hold on to the seventh pick, but we see where that went, and we'll get into that. But even with that, man, again, that 16th pick is is indefensible. It does not make sense to me. I don't understand what – what Tibbs said to them that makes them think that they have to include that sixteen? Is there pick.
0: anyone in the Bulls organization that's like, "Hey man, this is pro- this is not a good looking fucking deal"? Are they the only people that can that that see this deal and think it it looks like a good trade? Because everybody else is looking at the – this is a simple looking at – if you watch basketball know anything yeah. about basketball, you can look at this trade on paper and say, this is not a good idea, guys. We probably shouldn't push this through. Right. But our front office is the only one accepting this type of shit?
1: I think they became hell-bent on trading Jimmy and were willing to take the best offer that they felt they could get. And that And that was That, it? that was it. Uh, 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 hey, I think that was the issue. That's where their leverage was. They made it so clear that they wanted to trade Jimmy, man. They're calling everybody around town, and that's what you get. That's what you get.
0: Now, I, the, the, the funny thing about it is, if we're going to blow the team up and rebuild, it's, it's not all that bad outside the fact that you didn't, you, you didn't let forget – about, forget about giving up picks. You, you gave up a pick, got the seven, didn't get any other picks, got two, two, got two garbage players that are just going to be throwaways for us to tank next year and yeah. win. 15, 25
1: well, games. yeah. I'm not going to go as far as said Dunn and Levine are both throwaways. I mean, it, here's Levine the thing. Dunn and Levine are both throwaways. Here's the thing. Here's Dunn the thing. And
0: Le- let me Dunn, Dunn, <laughs> Dunn and, Dunn and Chris Levine Chris Dunn was the fourth
1: pick in the draft last year. You give like, him a look. You give him a look. You give him a look. Yeah. You have two guys you can give a look to. And we're going to give him them- – That's the best you can say about those guys. One of them's coming off an ACL and hasn't played bas- – and isn't going to play basketball anytime soon. Dunn is the only thing you can – the best you can hope for is that Dunn turns into something which it doesn't look like based off last year, but point guards take a little bit of time to develop. I can't call it done a throwaway. campaign? Campaign is trash, though. I had to see campaign play two times. I said, this boy cannot play no type of ball, bro. Campaign is trash. But that's what we're hoping for, man. man, Maybe I'm trying to see the silver lining in it all, but the trade itself is awful. The organization got fleeced. Um, And, yeah, I mean, what what, what are you going to do? I mean.
0: The silver lining in it all is this. I'll tell you this. This is before we get into – to Markkanen, who we picked with number 7. The silver lining is this.
1: Who you called McConan before the podcast?
0: No, I did, I did not call him McConan. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I called I didn't call
0: him McConan. I was so that's, flustered. That's just my point. It was something it was something similar to yeah, that. Yeah, Mackinan, Maconan, yeah, Mackanin, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Ma- I called him Mackanin. Mackanin McConan. But um <laughs> the silver lining is well well reports coming out of the the Chicago Beat Riders is that we're still interested in signing Miritich. Well, let's 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 get into before we get into that. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the, the silver lining is we're gonna completely rebuild. One hundred percent. We we've taken that step. Yeah, we've taken that leap. That's a full rebuild. This move. This is a full full rebuild move. D Rose and those guys are gone. Jimmy yep. Butler's gone. Noah's gone. Makes, All those guys. She are Makes going.
1: the Wade deal look so much worse. So much worse. So bad. Twenty-four million 20, in the second year. Twenty-four
0: million in the second year, and he's going to play thirty games. Yeah.
1: They said Dwayne Wade is leaning towards picking up his option. <laughs> he ain't leaning towards shit. Yeah, and I'm he, leaning he's, towards getting he, something to eat today. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's full on leaned all over that motherfucker. He's he's picking that up. That's yeah. that's signed, sealed, and delivered. That money's in the bank.
0: So the silver lining is that we jump in and we're fully in the rebuild. Right. All right. So we still got the seventh pick. Yep. So. We go through that whole thing. It's a terrible trade, but we still got the silver lining that we could come pick somebody up at seven, and it's a it's a different ballgame. Right. Almost wipe it under the rug. Make a
1: solid – not wipe it under the rug, but, yeah, make a solid make a solid pick at least. Right.
0: You know what? Well, we couldn't immediately swipe it under the rug, but he, we pick Monk, and he comes out, and he's good. Then, right. Hey, we – I don't even remember what happened in this it's trade, just Jimmy. A, we, cleared yeah. the, we cleared up. You we, feel better about it. it. Exactly.
1: Or at least you get the hope of somebody turning into something. But what do we do?
0: We pick – Markinon.
1: Laurie Markinon.
0: Laurie Markinen from, from Arizona. Yeah.
1: Now. The one guy who I just didn't want any part of in this draft, man.
0: Seven foot shooter from Arizona.
1: Elite shooter. I'll give him that. Elite shooter. Elite. Lights out shooter from seven feet tall.
0: High ball screen, knockdown shooter.
1: Right. Who looked great off the pick and pop.
0: Great off the pick and pop. Mm-hmm. The thing is, his ceiling. And before on the on the uh, on the ESPN telecast, um, Jalen Rose compared him. He was doing player comparisons. It's for wild every pick.
1: comparisons that he's got going on. Yeah, right he was now. doing he was doing <laughs> comparisons for
0: every pick. And, bef- and before he said this, we talked. You mentioned yeah that
1: so that's Channing Fry.
0: That that's Channing Fry.
1: Same school, same school, same everything, game. Yeah, everything. Right.
0: The problem with that is,
1: it's Channing Fry. This Channing Fry, and we just saw in the NBA Finals when you get to the NBA Finals. Channing Fry doesn't have any value. He doesn't get off the bench.
0: He's not a he's not he's not a seventh pick in the NBA. Not draft. at all.
1: Not, not at when all. When
0: you're looking to rebuild, around not when someone. you're looking to rebuild. Your upside is Channing Fry. That's the ceiling.
1: Yeah. it's Channing? Yeah, and Fry. don't give me Dirk comparisons. I watched the highlights. I don't see any Dirk in this dude's game. I'm sorry, dude. Dirk has a a litany of moves, right? Like Dirk's footwork, everything like that. This dude. This dude is not Dirk. I also saw Ryan Anderson as a comp. Okay, that's great. Ryan Anderson might be your ceiling. But what is Ryan Anderson? A guy who's good when he plays in the right system, right? Can't guard anybody. And I think Ryan Anderson might be able to rebound. I'm not sure. This dude can't rebound.
0: Can't rebound. Can't do anything but shoot at the top of the key.
1: And I feel a certain type of way about big dudes who can't rebound. Um, Me too. I was never good at basketball, but just always being bigger than everybody. The first thing a coach teaches you as a big man when you're playing basketball is to stand under the basket and rebound, right? Stand under the basket and rebound. That's what you learn. So when these seven-footers come up, these Roy Hibberts, these uh, Lori Markkanens, and all these guys who are seven feet tall and can't grab a rebound, yo, what were we talking about in the NBA Finals? The lack of rebounding, right? The lack of rebounding was killing them with the Cavs. So you'd get another seven-footer here in the NBA for the Bulls who can't rebound. And you can't play that in the fourth quarter, man. It bothers me.
0: His ceiling's chanting fried, man.
1: 100%.
0: We're trying to rebuild a squad, and his ceiling is is chanting fried. Yeah. When you have Malik Monk out there, absolute, athletic, pure score. Kyle Parry mentioned on the, on the teleclass, scoring comes easy for him. Easy. Buckets come easy for him. Yeah. He's a natural-born bucket getter. He's a scorer, period, point blank.
1: And a crazy athlete, lights-out shooter, and they say he has the potential to play a little bit of point guard. I mean, he's a better prospect, hands down, man. Hands down, he's a better prospect. I saw nothing from Laurie Markkinen that I liked. I think in the game that they got knocked out again, they got knocked out by Xavier, right? Yes, sir. I think he had eight points. Fuck out of here,
0: man. Yeah, man, that's not going to cut it,
1: dude. Not going to cut it, man. What kind of shooter has eight points? And if he's not getting points, what is he doing?
0: Because he's not rebounding.
1: So if his shot's not hitting on a night, what is he giving you? He's not protecting the rim. He's not blocking shots. They tried to show him have a little bit of a drive game, but that's not going to the NBA. He's not taking that slow-ass seven-foot down-the-lane stuff. Come on, man.
0: Dennis Smith was still out there. Bulldog from North Carolina Yeah, I
1: like that guy. Hey.
0: I'm not going to – You know one thing? He's going
1: to come to the league and hoop.
0: I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you like every Saturday I was getting up watching (laughs) – Watching Dennis Smith, right. But – From what I saw and the highlights I saw and his demeanor, yeah, he's a he's a smaller dude, right? Chip on like just a bucket ball player, bucket getter. If you're gonna be
1: bad, that's kind of what you want. Hey, just take the ball, man. Go out and get us 25. Try to keep us competitive every night. We'll see what we got with you, whatever. Or you could have, like you said, went with Monk.
0: Canards out there, I like his game. I think he can play, but I mean, I'm not high on him, but.
1: But he, he, he'll, I, I, feel like he projects as a better pro than, uh, than Mark. I just didn't like.
0: He's a two guard with good footwork that can, that can get it, that can get his own shot.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm not going to pretend like I watched all of Markkinen's game, but I definitely watched some Arizona games this year. And Markkinen, to me, he, he didn't stand out as this great player who's going to translate to the NBA. Man, it just, I don't like big men that can't rebound, and I don't like big men that can't protect the rim because there's just certain times of the game that you cannot play those guys, and that's a problem. Absolute problem. That's a problem. So overall, just
0: disappointment, man. Especially coming off of the Bears draft night, that was already a blow. Our 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 football team sucks. Who we who me and Nick care for dearly. Our basketball team is trash. Mitch tire swing. Which who, who we care for dearly. I mean, it's just it's just a blow. And 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 more times than not, man, it's Upper management fuck-ups. Yeah. It's like, yo, man, what is going on here, man? Go take a page out of the Cubs book. Go get a proven guy that can get some shit done out right. of here, man.
1: Who makes smart moves, who wins trades. Because in trades, there's a winner and there's a loser. And the Bulls are too often the loser. The campaign train, Remember, uh, trade, Eli brought up a good point. We gave up a number two, an unnecessary number two in that pick. To get a guy who could not dress for us in the playoffs when our starting point guard was hurt right, we trade Jimmy Butler and give up a 16th pick. So now you're giving up two picks now in trades that you really didn't have to give up, right? And I understand second-round picks, hey, they're hit or miss, but what do the Bulls need? They everybody they can get. You might as every well start look. auditioning people. Every look exactly. you can get, a draft pick is a free look, right, of a top 60 coming into the league player. Cheap Why cheap not? Look. Cheap look, right? Why not? The Bulls need every look that they can get. So why are you giving up on looks, right? Campaign was supposed to be a look. He's not a look. He's on the suit. He's flexing on Instagram. Um, these, the,
0: the, the, the campaign with campaign. The
1: campaign with campaign. He's got, <laughs> he's got himself a little so he, IG model and all that, cam, man. Like, the
0: campaign. Yo, if you, you want to laugh at, little, at a, at a cornball that thinks he can hoop but can't, yeah, go on Campaign's Instagram and go scroll through a couple pictures.
1: Should have never given him money. He
0: thinks he can dress. Yeah. He thinks he can hoop. Yep. He thinks that haircut is fly.
1: Haircut's trash,
0: and everything about his shit is trash. Bro, I
1: saw a picture. He he had posted like one of the little stories, and he was on a yacht, like sipping champagne. I'm like, bro,
0: yo, s- sip your ass in the yeah, gym, yeah,
1: bro. He'll have all the time he wants to in a year to ship champagne when he's out of the fucking league.
0: Now, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about the the silver another silver lining that we could that we can pull out of here.
1: But can I ask you one question, though? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Because um, you mentioned the word rebuild, right? Hey, the silver linings that the Bulls are rebuilding. What do we just talk about? We have a bad front office. What's the one thing you don't want to do? Rebuild with a bad front office.
0: Yeah, that's. The, you know what? I hadn't even thought about that. So a
1: bad front I'm not excited. Yeah, hey, it's great. We're rebuilding. But, the, you don't, you, but nothing fuck, about this front office has shown that, you that they're going to make the right decision. Right. Drafting, trading, or otherwise. It's a great point. I mean, even our free look at our last, how many, our last few significant free agent signings, right? Boozer, Powell, Rondo, Wade. Listen, I'll give them
0: the benefit of the doubt on Boozer. That summer, everyone was doing something, and we had to do something. We, 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 but, the, but but, on the flip side of that coin, hey, got no one, one wanted to head. come in Chicago because the organization's all messed right. up, and we missed Bosch. We missed Braun. There's stories out there that Braun wanted to come here and flipped it at the last second just because the organization um, was uh, just yeah. a mess. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm just, I, like, it I, doesn't surprise me, man. Why, would, like, why wouldn't you want to come for that, that young Joe Kim, that D-Rose? We would have yeah. had a whip, bro. Hey. There was no reason he shouldn't have came in Chicago. Hey. But we can talk about that all day so long. So that's
1: why I don't, I don't trust them for the rebuild. And they have shown, and, and again, another thing, man, nothing in their DNA suggests that they are a rebuilding type. They always try to get to the playoffs. They're cool with being in the eighth seed. So, you can't just flip your mentality of always trying to sign guys who get you 41, 42 wins to going towards a full rebuild and hitting the gym and scouting prospects and spending your Saturday night in Turkey, you know, looking at some kid. I mean, that's, it's, that's a different lifestyle. You know what I mean? And yeah, that losing, it, yeah, I, I don't trust it, man. But go ahead. That's
0: a, that's actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. We're excited about a rebuild with a front office that can't
1: rebuild, that can't rebuild and doesn't know how to and it's been if everything that they've ever done has been the exact opposite of rebuild they're not a rebuilding type front office they're they're putting they like to put drywall over the holes over the holes world. and then and yeah. then
0: tell and then tell the public that we have a good team yeah, that can it's, compete because it's
1: still a wall you know what i mean but they're not going to knock it down and rebuild the house it's a great point well done yeah
0: the silver lining is it <laughs> well first off the the silver lining is that we can clear up a we can clear up a bunch of garbage that we don't need on the team and clear up a, a bunch of cap space in the yeah, next few years. All that, of it.
1: All of it. G- all of it.
0: We're gonna be out here paying everybody two million dollars. Give
1: guys away. Second At, round
0: pick, sure. Yo. And and yo, run out. Denzel Valentine campaign. Um I feel Bobby I, I almost feel bad for Robin Lopez. He played his ass off last year. I want to yeah, hear he that. Shit. Yeah, every yeah, night. You you love put, Robin Lopez. Yo, he put a shift in every night, yeah, bro. Yeah, he he came out and played hard every night. Didn't he, matter. With no, called, game. Did, then, no game,
1: he has no game. And he called Brooke Lopez. The, what she say, the best L.A. center since Shaq. Yo, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's true
0: though. With, with Robin Robin played his ass off here, and Brook right. going to L.A. That's a that's a. If
1: you comp- combine the, the Lopez brothers, you'd have the best center in the NBA.
0: <laughs> I like yeah, can him in the one. You give you about 20 and 12 and a lot of good <laughs> defense and hustle. No <laughs> doubt. Dope, uh, dope hair. Yeah, dope hair. Yeah, man. He'd be a great
1: player. But, but uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, right.
0: so Miritich. So with Lori Markinen, Miritich is obsolete for me. Why would yeah, what's he, the point? Why would he ever play again? It's redundant. We're going to want to get a young guy time. Him and Miritich are the exact same player. Right. The only difference is that hopefully marketing doesn't think he can take people off the dribble like Nico does. Because <laughs> Nico, Nico thinks he can go to the cup, by yeah. the way. You, can't, yeah. you didn't know that. No.
1: Yeah, he, he does, 100%. He thinks he can dribble drive. He also thinks he's one of the greatest shooters in the NBA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's set to make $11 million next year. He's restricted. So as you were explaining – until we deliberate and figure out if we want him it's a cap hold of 11 million dollars and if we decide we don't want him we can let him go and and that that clears 11 million off the cap
1: right but the bulls have the luxury of not really being in a position to want to use that money on anybody else so they don't necessarily have to renounce his rights quickly because it's not like they're going out and trying to sign a whole bunch of free agents to add to their team
0: we got michael carter williams at eight million dollars
1: yo yo Send him, no, Send him a check Send and a plane ticket. There's no way. He Send could, him a check and a plane ticket. There's no way he could come back, right? A check and a plane ticket. Get so, that dude out of here. He might be done in the league.
0: Speak, speaking of that, listen to these point guards on our roster. Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, those are the two we just picked up. I
1: but, think Levine is more of a two eh, at this point. He's a yeah, two. But He's a
0: two. Yeah, but
1: He's not a good enough playmaker. Well, that doesn't mean shit. They're, they're running method too, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah, so Chris Dunn, Michael Carter Williams, Rondo, my boy, shout out Rondo, Jerry and Grant, Isaiah Cannon. These are all these are all PGs on the team. Yeah,
1: S- supposed, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly.
0: <laughs> but I mean, some are gonna have to be there.
1: Yeah. No, they're allegedly point guards.
0: So we're maybe before. There's no way that. Dwayne Wade finishes the season with the Bulls
1: next year. No, he's, $20 yeah, $20 like I like said, he's a buyout buyout candidate. There's
0: a buyout candidate, but we talked about that. Reinsdorf doesn't pay you not to work. Yeah, the Bulls don't really. Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't buy people out. No,
1: especially no, if no he, sir.
0: Especially if the White Sox are playing. He no. <laughs> yeah, no sir. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, if you guys don't know, Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't even know who's on the Bulls. <laughs> he had no roster. idea the draft was tonight. He, he doesn't the Sox know played. the draft. He just knows the Sox are playing
1: and. That's it. The Bulls are the personal piggy bank of the Chicago White Sox, the, and it's all good.
0: Like you mentioned, the Bulls, pl- uh, the Bulls pay for the White Sox. Well,
1: you know, I heard some interesting stuff about the Bulls the other day. You know, the Bulls lead the league in uh, total sellouts, lead the league in every sellout year. percentage, every year, lead the league in attendance, and this has been going on for years. So the Bulls are a cash cow. So yeah, all day. Yeah, that's why. That's why you can support the Sox one hundred percent.
0: So if we clear. Wade off next year, maybe in a – maybe a deadline trade. I don't know. Another thing is I think D. Wade's going to get hurt he's not going to play. But he the, might he might post up until the playoffs, though, like an old school vet move and just be like all, all of a sudden be healthy for the playoffs.
1: For who the playoffs and, for who?
0: No, no, go to a contender. Oh, uh, you know <laughs> I was, what like, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, that, mean, that would mean we yeah. have to trade him or
1: buy him out. But then the Bulls also have no reason to because his contract's up at the end of the year and they don't need the space. There's also a salary floor, so they have to spend a certain amount of money. <laughs> and true. Dwayne Wade gets you there. Because yeah. I don't know. You know, with Wade Lopez, that's $37 million right there.
0: Yeah, that's wow. 37 plus 37000000 $37 plus for D. Wade and, and Robin Lopez. Yeah. And you throw Rondo in there. Who's I mean, that's my guy, so I don't really care. But, yeah, that's up there. Almost 46 $47, 48000000 million. Dollars. Damn, Jimmy, man.
1: My boy, Jimmy Butler. Sorry, man. I just, I just, it just hit me, Jimmy Butler. That's my boy, man. <laughs> I yeah. fuck with Jimmy Butler hard. Um, yeah, so no, the Bulls, yeah, they they should pretty much just go into the business of literally renouncing everybody that they can, moving anybody they can for second round picks, young assets, international guys, whatever it might be. You're not going to be good anytime soon. Anybody expecting the Bulls to compete the next two or three years, just get ready for the rebuild. Another Start great watching po- these young guys. Another
0: great point we talked about. Clear as much space as you can, like you just mentioned. Yeah. Take on a bad contract yes. that someone else is trying do to Do what dump? Brooklyn's doing. Exactly.
1: And get an asset out of it. Get
0: an asset, get a pick, something. Brooklyn, there's going to be people looking to dump money. 100%. So take it on, wash your hands with it, Yeah. get an asset in return.
1: Like Brooklyn gets a three-year look at D'Angelo Russell, who was the number two pick in the draft two years ago. For the low. And all they got to do is take Mozgov's contract off during that time that they won't be good. You know what I mean? Um, Why not? Yeah. The Bulls should do the same exact thing. Start calling for assets. Hey, you got a bad deal, and there's a lot of bad deals out there in the NBA from last two summers, right? A lot of deals that teams are going to be regretting. You got Jan Mahini making $18 million a year. You got Plumlee making $13 million a year. Solomon Hill making $17 million a year, right? Some of these teams are going to start saying, hey, man, we need to move on from these bad contracts. Who has a ton of salary space? So renounce all those rights. Get in the business of making deals. And you can't do it with these guys.
0: Look around the league, bro. Call Sam Hinkie. Golden State draft. Yeah. Draymond, Steph, Clay Thompson. Right. Draft. Right. The Celtics draft. Right. And all they, all Danny Ainge does is if you pick up Danny, if you pick up the phone and call Danny Ainge, I wonder what he, he must say. Where how many picks, picks are involved? How many picks are how many involved? How many picks are, in yeah. many well, picks are involved? Could you lead off with the picks because if there are no picks, you can call me. You don't even call my phone.
1: Or you know what you do with the picks? You stockpile a ton of picks and you do what Houston did. What does Daryl Morey do? He trades all those picks for assets that can play for him right now. They stole Lou Williams, right? They stole um, Eric Gordon. They stole James Harden, right? So if you're a really good trader, you can make it happen with trading, right? But the Bulls aren't that. They're not good drafters and they're not good traders. So what, what, what are you? How are you going to rebuild? And you're not good at signing people. And you don't have a great scouting department from what, I understand, from what I see. right? And you don't have all these international guys through the pipeline that you're finding. I guess you got Zipser. Oh, we forgot about my boy Paul Zipser. Give Paul Zipser 35 minutes a game next year, too. Absolutely. See what you got. Felicio, I like him. Hostos. See what you got. But you know what else you can do? You build those guys' value up and you trade them at the same time. If someone wants to overpay for Felicio to you, trade his ass. Bobby Portis. Exactly what the Cubs did. Exactly what uh, – you, you build up your assets when you're Just bad and no, you move off around. of them. look
0: around. Yeah. Look around at what the big boys are doing. Oh, Bobby Portis? The, Someone's going to offer with, for him with, if you
1: put up numbers with them. Feed Bobby Portis the ball. Get him 18 points a game.
0: Celtics go get a good-ass coach. Mm-hmm. They go get draft picks. They stay patient. They build around people that can play. <laughs> right. And you can't play. You're off the roster. We get picks.
1: And all their guys have trade value. All people will trade for Jay Crowder, people will trade for Marcus Smart, people will trade for Avery Bradley, people will trade for Isaiah Thomas. All those guys have trade and he and he yeah, he wins trades too.
0: It comes down to we the the front offices they just don't know what they're doing. They
1: man. don't know what they're doing, man. They don't have a direction. You don't know what type of front office it is. It's just it's a band-aid front office and now you don't have anything to put a band-aid over. You know what I mean? Um and that's why you need to get rid of these guys.
0: No doubt. I agree 100%. Let's jump over to the the rest of the draft.
1: Hey, free Jimmy Butler. Or not my free Jimmy Butler. Uh, shout out Jimmy Butler, man. We appreciate oh, yeah. everything you did for the Bulls while you were Definitely. here. And rest in peace to Jimmy Butler's knees, because Tibbs is already playing a <laughs> 47 minutes a game of Jimmy Butler. There's gonna be so much Jimmy in Minnesota. So if you if you if you want your fix to Jimmy Butler, get league pass and watch Minnesota games because he, he'll be on every time you turn on. Minnesota is going to be nice, bro. They're a nice little squad.
0: They got a nice little squad. Carl
1: Anthony Towns is a beast.
0: Another year of Wiggins under his belt.
1: And Wiggins, now Wiggins doesn't have the pressure to be that number one or number two. He's going to be the number three guy on that team. And Wiggins is the number three spot. It's not bad. So uh, shout out Jimmy Butler, man. Nothing but success. I love Jimmy Butler, man. Great story. And uh, yeah, he's a he's, he's, uh, shout out.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So jumping in the rest of the, to the draft. Let's talk about let's let's talk about these the the, the top guys up, up top cuz yeah. that's that's where all the that's where all the, the the real chatter is, right? Markel Fultz, number 1 pick, 6-4 guard out of Washington, point guard. I'm not sold, man. Um
1: I'm sold on this game.
0: What about his game?
1: I mean, he can do everything. He's offensively, he's he's advanced. Um, you know, he can shoot the ball he can finish at the basket. He's not an explosive athlete, but you know he, he gets it done in traffic. Um, but I know, I know where you're going to go as to why you're not sold. and It's the same reason why I have, I have doubts about him being this surefire number one superstar that everybody's talking about.
0: Because I agree with you. Offensively, he's there. He's there. Yeah, he can do it all offensively. Yeah, good size. He's, yeah, he good size. He can go to the rack. Six four, one ninety five. He's strong. He's solid. Now, mm-hmm. he can go to the rack. Jump shot is fluid. He pull up and he—I mean, high release on his jumper. Yeah, he's long. He's got what you're there. looking for in today's a, NBA. And a, absolutely, especially on the offensive offense. Look good
1: in the pick and roll, all that. Yeah, but you get
0: to the rack. He was going to the rack with ease. He's yeah. finishing with both hands. He's not all flushing
1: that. on you, but he's yeah. He's got that. He's he's got you know some good good balance in there. But
0: now this is not being talked about enough. Yeah, simple as that. It wasn't. Markel Fultz. Won nine games. Out nine of
1: ball games. Nine times.
0: Now, that's kind of alarming for me, bro. Yeah. Because when you're when you're that when you're that marquee guy, you bring more times than not. You're bringing your boys up to the top with you, and you guys are and you guys are scrapping and winning games
1: at the amateur level. Elite uh, talent should win ball games at the amateur level,
0: especially. Especially in the Pac twelve. Right. Now, I'm gonna go through their wins yeah. from last year. Now think about this. They won a total of nine games, and they won four of their first five.
1: Right. So that I'm means an sure easy non conference warm ups.
0: So that means from the end of November all the way through February, leading up to March, they won five games. Yeah. Listen to the nine games they won. Cal State, Fullerton, Northern Arizona, Long Beach State, Western Kentucky. Then Western Michigan, Cal Poly, Seattle.
1: What? Cal Poly, Seattle?
0: No, Cal Poly is a winner. Oh, that's <laughs> Cal
1: Poly, Seattle. I'm like, wait, where's that? Seattle,
0: <laughs> Oregon confused. State, Colorado.
1: So Oregon State and Colorado were their two conference wins. Are
0: there, are there two conference wins? Yep. That's alarming to me, bro. Yeah. Like I now, said, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Elite, elite talent should win ballgames at the amateur level. If you're an elite player in high school, you generally win a lot of ballgames. An elite player in college, in my opinion, should be worth more than nine wins. A hundred percent.
0: Since late November, they beat Western Michigan, Cal Poly, Seattle, Oregon State, and Colorado. That's a lot of L's in between there, man. Yeah. That's a lot of L's. Now- yeah. To compare that to... to, to
1: and no guys. NBA talent on any of those rosters that you just mentioned. None. 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 No NBA talent.
0: None. So, the big thing is, Fultz is a polished scorer. He averaged 23 points per game. Solid passer as well. Six, so six assists, assists, six rebounds. Six rebounds,
1: yeah.
0: Now, the same, in that same breath... Everyone's mentioning, you know, he's he's a, he's a pure scorer, and he's scoring at a at a rate. The last two people that even came close to him were Mike Beasley and um, KD. seven oh eight or KD was oh six oh seven yeah, and Beasley Michael Beasley was oh seven oh eight yeah. They both went for tw- uh, twenty five points a game. Yep, twenty six yeah, I mean, it was like twenty six points a game.
1: Yeah, um, Mike Beasley was a monster in college. Yeah, Beasley was a sh- Mike Beasley was a monster. Yeah,
0: now we'll go with um. We'll go with Durant first. They yeah. won. They went twenty five and ten. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. He had more talent. on his Yeah, DJ people. Augustine was on that team. He had people to play yeah, with. He, he had, little had some more guys than, that could play. Then, big Fulton. center Dexter or something
1: or another. I forget but his name. Twenty
0: five and ten. Yeah. Come on, doc. Like
1: at a football school. At
0: a football school. Right? Yeah. At a football school. So he. I mean, Kevin Durant's also Kevin Durant. Yeah. So that's. That, I get it. Okay. Oh, Wait. How much
1: did Rick Barnes pay Texas to go to Kevin? To uh, take Kevin Durant to go to Texas? Yeah, I don't nobody's know. ever. This dude is from Baltimore. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's from there's, the just, there's no reason that he should have been in Texas whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, Rick Barnes up that check, but go ahead.
0: So then to to compare it to Beasley, so these are the guys he's getting compared to because he can because he filled it up like them, right? Right. Mike Beasley went 21 and 12 in the Big 12 that year, 10 mm-hmm. and 6 in conference, and that's the and, and that's the same conference as Texas, right? Kansas and Kansas won the title that year. Yeah, I think. If I if if I remember correctly, both Kansas and Texas were like top ten teams to close the year that year. Kansas definitely was because for they sure. won the title.
1: Yeah, no, um, he was at Kansas State. Was Mike Beasley? Yeah, yeah, no, but he was oh, at yeah. Kansas
0: State, but he was playing, playing, Kansas, playing and Texas, Kansas and Texas. Playing Kansas and Texas, yeah, finishing the, the, right. the AP right. top ten, top ten for sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's alarming to me that he wins nine games. Yeah, I, I that's don't know. A red I don't, flag, man, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, they lost they lost games to Yale, TCU. Uh, you know all
1: their Pac-10 yeah, games, the teams that weren't Colorado yeah, or Oregon State, exactly. Which means a whole lot of home games. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. That well, yeah. I mean, if you're not playing UCLA, Arizona,
1: Oregon, you should be. You, you should, should be, split those games you should split at least. Those
0: other games at the very you know,
1: and it, it, it's one thing to not make the tournament, but I mean, they weren't even like not even close to a bubble team. Like they were the one of the worst teams in the Pac-10. Nine ball games is absolutely ridiculous, but. So him going to yeah. Philly,
0: too. Another thing for me is that him and Ben Simmons both need the rock. They kind of got they, – they're, they're similar in a lot of ways where they both need the rock and, yeah, I mean, they both demand – they run the show. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how, how those two guys play together – with with Simmons coming back it's for a good problem year to have for Philly though, it Philly's a got problem, a lot man. of young
1: talent. If Joel Embiid stays uh, healthy, they got a chance to really do something—not this year, but just you know, have have some good talent on that squad. They can move Okafor out, um, kind of do their thing. I, I still can't believe they gave up Nurkins for a second round pick, but that's another story.
0: They must know something though. They're they're in there with him every day in training. Yeah, they're in there with him getting healthy. That's they just, true. They don't think he can get back. That's true. They don't think he can get back right. So then Lonzo goes number two now. We were talking about this before. I, he, For me, he's probably the best player in the draft. And I think yeah. three, four years, five years from now, we're gonna he's going to be head and shoulders above. Now, maybe not head and shoulders, but he'll be a clear cut. Like, that was the best player.
1: Lonzo is one of the I've, – I've, I haven't had that much fun watching a college player. Like, Lonzo is just – it's just fun to watch him play basketball. You know what I mean? Like, just the way he passes, the way he sees the game. He's so tall. He's so athletic. He's got that unorthodox-looking jump shot that goes in – um, and just, like, that passing vision, man, that's next-level passing vision. You know, like, uh, the half-court passes, out of the pick-and-roll, everything. I mean, that dude. The, lobs, the lobs. everything. All that translates to the NBA, like, right away. You know what I mean? Um, and he can shoot. So a lot of times you look at these big athletic point guards, he look like a Sean Livingston, right? He couldn't shoot when he came out of high school. Um, Lonzo can shoot the ball. It might be unorthodox, and he might not pull up on you and, you know, hit you with a bunch of moves, but he's going to hit a spot-up jumper, and that dude is gonna come in the league putting up twelve or thirteen dimes, man. I mean,
0: I was listening to Jalen Jacoby. They were talking about Lonzo, and Jacoby said he was worried that Lonzo had no mid-range game. He had like seven bucket or seven points from the mid-range, like not at, in the paint or not shooting threes. Yeah, bruh, have you been watching the NBA? I mean,
1: Houston just won sixty-five ga- or sixty-something games, not purposely not shooting mid-range jumpers. Like, you, not shooting mid-range jumpers. Do you jumpers? watch the NBA, yeah. sir? Yeah,
0: All people are doing shooting 25-footers and, and going to the cup. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I could care less about him not having any mid only person shooting mid-range jumpers DeMar DeRozan. Right. So, I don't care about that.
1: And he makes it easier for people to shoot threes and get to the cup. That That's what he does.
0: He's going to facilitate first. He's going to facilitate first. He'd have no problem not scoring.
1: And that size, that size is going to be an issue, man. I mean, he can see over bigger defenders. So you want to throw these tall defenders on him, you're not going to obstruct his field of vision, man. I mean, that's going to be very rare. We haven't seen a point guard with this kind of physical skills and just this polished. That's the other thing. He's polished, man. Um, and
0: he's even keel, man. He yeah, he's he, just he, cool. He
1: cool, cool. He's cool. Deep-headed. Like that commercial, like when I saw that commercial, I was like, oh, Lonzo's got a little bit of personality. <laughs> like You know, but he's cool, man. I don't think that dude needs to come in and score 20 points a game. And look at how much better, look how good UCLA was this year with him. And he sent all those dudes to the league. TJ Leaf should give Lonzo Ball 10% right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Of
1: that that's money. A, yeah. You know that's what I mean?
0: Not, hey, that's not a bad That part, dude yeah.
1: makes your team better. You throw him on a whack squad and you're better. Right. So that's what we were talking earlier. I was like, what if you threw what if you threw Lonzo on Washington? I don't know anything about Washington's team, but would Lonzo be better than nine games? I can't see that dude losing twenty five games in college. So I like Lonzo Ball, man. I really, really like Lonzo Ball.
0: Jason Tatum from Duke, Small Ford. My dad's big on him.
1: We're we're mixed on this. We're mixed on I this. I like him.
0: You like him. I I'm kinda questionable. He's kind of one of those guys that does everything okay and not something next level like i would want him to do
1: see i disagree um he can score to me he's in that mold of like high mellow uh low danny granger in between like a rudy gay type player yeah man that dude watch him bro he is a perimeter player he's got crazy good footwork man he can he can shoot he's not a lockdown shooter but he can shoot he can score from anywhere he can get to the bucket can use both hands that dude is nice man that dude can score He's a flat-out scorer. He's a perimeter scorer, and that's what you got in the NBA right now. What he can't do is defend. He just went third overall, man. Watch some Jason Tatum. I think you're really sleeping on this dude, which is surprising because you love Duke. I love Duke. She
0: that dude can score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: He's not mellow in the sense that he could size and post you up and things like that, but he's mellow in the sense that like it's not that he's necessarily a great shooter, but he gets he shot, buckets. He
0: shot 34% from Trey. Yeah. Yeah, that's not very good. It's not bad. It's not very good. Okay. It's a, it's, he's a tw- it's a 19, 19, 19, it's a 19 he's, he's 19 years old. He's, ni- he's 19 years old. He's 19
1: years old. With those soft rims. It still he's, got you 19 points a game.
0: Not, 17. Gets, gets to the rim.
1: Gets to the rim. Can score from all over. He- Great basketball moves that translate to the NBA. That dude's a scorer, bro. I'm telling you. I, I, I felt the same way because he was from Duke and I started the last. Like, that's why I told you today. I was like, yo, watch some Tatum for me, man. Like, that dude, he's got some moves. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Jury's out. My boy's next, though. I love this guy, too. Josh Jackson. Yeah. Now,
0: I like Josh Jackson. Gamer.
1: Too. I love that hair. Love the hair.
0: <laughs> I love the way he goes to the basket. Yeah. I love his energy.
1: Attitude. Attitude. Yeah, he's a dog. Can't shoot it. Can't shoot the rock.
0: But we, all, we say this every year. You can teach the jumper. Jimmy couldn't shoot a lick. Yeah. He comes in. You can, shoot the, you can teach the jump shot. You hope
1: you can teach the jump shot. You can shot. teach
0: the jump shot, bro. If, if, dude, Avery Bradley...
1: Okay, Mike Kid Gilchrist.
0: Bro, Mike, they, they don't they don't want to learn how to. You, know <laughs> you feel me? Mike Kid Gilchrist. They
1: don't they
0: don't want to shoot the jumper though. Right. Avery Bradley was the one of the worst shooters coming out. I've, I've, I've from, ever seen. And yeah. He, and yeah, recent memory, bro. <laughs> he was a he was a strictly defensive player coming right. out of Texas. He's a bulldog. He shoots the ball very well now. Okay, yeah. so you could teach the jump shot, Josh Jackson. You can't teach that 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 athletic two way lockup. The, the, the first thing about defense is you gotta want to play defense. Yeah. He wants to play defense. That's the key.
1: And defense translates ASAP.
0: Absolutely. You, ASAP. That, that, that goes the next
1: Because he's level got right the way. size. You look at his body. That's a, that's a big boy. You know, He's got an NBA body. Um, he, he's got the size. He's got the dog in him. He's got the heart. The thing that kills me the most, and Etter brought this up to me, shout out Etter, 52% free, free throw for a perimeter player who can't shoot. So he's going to rely on – the way he's going to get buckets when he first comes to the league is driving to the basket. And if you just hack him all day – that's a problem, bro. If you can't if you're, shoot in your best and you drive in this league, you're going to get fouled. And they'll put is, you to the line.
0: If your game is going to the bucket, you better be able to, be able to shoot free throws. You better be
1: able to shoot free throws.
0: Because you're not going to get to the bucket and finish all day long yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to happen. Exactly.
1: So you better convert and those the way, free throws. And the
0: way they the way they call things nowadays, you're going to get a lot of looks at the free throw line. Yeah,
1: you can 100%. Easily,
0: he, he could easily go into the rack like he does. Shoot as a rookie, five, six free throws a game. Yeah. So you got to be. But if he's only hitting two or three of them, that's a major issue, right? Especially late in games, right? But that
1: defense, that defense comes over for sure.
0: Then uh, so Josh Jackson went at four. He went to to Phoenix. Five Darren Fox. I love him. I like him too.
1: I liked I liked him in the tournament. I like his. uh, I like that guy, man. That but twenty four percent three point shooting. Not good, not good. Point guards in today's NBA need to shoot.
0: He pushes it. He pushes the pace. Everyone's everyone's comparing him to John Wall. I don't really. I see the. I see the comparison just because they both run the floor and get up and down. Yeah. But John Wall at Kentucky's speed was next level.
1: Next level speed still is in the NBA It's next yeah, level. Next level. Yeah. Right? He's 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 elite quickness. Yeah. yeah. So and just flat yeah, flatline speed is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: and yeah. to end he with yeah. the rock. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it's just tough to stay in front of.
1: Um, I've heard I've also heard for De'Aaron Fox though, if he learns how to shoot, he could be Mike Conley Jr., which is hey, that's a hell of a career. That's absolutely, very, 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 if very, very, improve, very, very good player. If he can improve his jumper, yeah.
0: the way he pushes it. Yeah, You'd pick
1: yeah. Mike Conley Jr. fifth overall in the draft 10 times out of 10. So If you
0: knew where he'd be right
1: now. If you here, knew where he'd be 100%. right now, he's the highest paid player in the league. Shout out Mike Conley. Shout out Mike Conley. Shout, shout out agent. Checks.
0: No, <laughs> no tech, Conley. Yeah, shout out to agent. Has no techs. Yeah, did he have no techs? No, no techs in his career. But he's a bull. We were he's talking a, about, a, yeah. like, what you need, why would you get a tech if you're the highest paid player? you yeah. just out there. Hey. Hey.
1: Boop. Oh, I ain't Sorry. arguing with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs>
0: saying? So it's, it's all gravy. Uh, then we get down to Jonathan Isaac, Florida State. Don't six ten two ten. Yeah. Just to give you a comparison, Lonzo is one ninety at six six. So Can you just
1: say Fultz was one ninety
0: five. Yeah, Fultz is six four one ninety five.
1: Yeah,
0: and he's six yeah, inches Fultz shorter. Is beefy, huh? Yes, yeah, Fultz is big. So he's he's six inches shorter, and yeah, and weighs. 15 more pounds. Yeah. He, he's six inches taller and weighs 15 more pounds.
1: Yep. So uh, heading up to the tournament, I was reading, like, you know, like before the tournament started, I was watching him kind of like to see who the draft players were and all that. And I read about Jonathan Isaac. I was like, I never heard of this dude. Let me watch him. No. I saw nothing. I didn't see a future NBA player in there. Maybe he does some things that don't show up that you can't see and that maybe I can't see with my eye. Offensively, I saw somebody who was not aggressive Kind of stood around, one of those super athletic dudes that can jump all over the place, but isn't really going anywhere. Um, I didn't see it. I hear this stretch for three and D guy, whatever it might be. I don't. I just did not see it. To me, he didn't look like one of the top five players on the floor when I was watching him play. That's all on potential whole, to on me. the whole floor. The whole floor, bro. I, guy. I was specifically watching him because I knew his name, and I was like, right, I want to see something about this dude. Because when I saw him, I'm like, dude, like eight pounds. I don't see it at Little all, dude. Skinny, it wasn't bro. like he's calling for the ball, like "Give me the ball, I want to go to the cup." I mean, even if you're not missing, I didn't see the aggressiveness, I, and that like that's a problem to me.
0: It was good to hear that when they interviewed him after he got picked, they said, "Hey, what do you, what do you think you need to? You feel like you need to approve? He was like, "I got to put on some size, I yeah. got to get bigger." Well, he's got so, a million dollars to do it. Yeah, plus yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there. He's going to Orlando, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um. The seventh pick is Lori Markkinen. He now resides in Chicago. No son, we talked about that already. <laughs> Yo, send help to Chicago, yeah, man! Please, our organizations are in shambles. Terrible. The Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Please send help.
1: Yeah, we help need us. It. Yeah, for real.
0: The Bulls are gonna. The Bulls are gonna tank for the next two years. We, we need our FIBA three track. years, maybe. Somebody come help. <laughs> Somebody us, Somebody come please. help us. Help. Frank, how do you say this dude's last name? Nicolatina. Nicolatina. They call him
1: Filthy Frank. Filthy Frank. I yeah, like that. Yeah, filthy I like Frank. That filthy nickname. Frank. Nicolatina. Now,
0: just like how you looked at Jonathan Isaac on the tape, <laughs> I looked at this dude and I wasn't impressed at all. He <laughs> right.
1: looked slow. Slow. Yeah. He
0: looked. He looked slow. Every. You know what it was? It was that European highlights where every jump shot I saw was he was wide open. Right.
1: Like, and the big uh, men were like 66. Six.
0: Yeah, it's like okay bro, yeah. like you're hitting wide open jump shots like whatever. Right. And then one of the things that we called on the telecast is the Knicks the Knicks didn't even work him out.
1: Nobody worked him out.
0: Nobody worked him out. He's
1: in the middle of his season.
0: He's in the middle of it, I get that, but like I don't care.
1: I don't I don't get shit. If you're coming to the NBA, you're going to be a lottery pick, your season's over. If if I'm uh if I'm the Knicks, he's not going back to France to play in anybody's fucking playoffs.
0: Yeah, cuz that's where he's going. He's not. Well, like, if you were the GM, nah.
1: if you were running things, he wouldn't be. Yeah, no, he's, well, going, Phil to doesn't, he's going to Manhattan. Phil doesn't, Phil, does, Phil doesn't even know the draft happened tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, waiting, he's waiting to draft somebody tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's crazy to me. I mean, I, don't, I, I feel like once you draft a guy, I mean, I understand he's not signed, but that, that's my player now, and I'm going to give him a couple million dollars a year. I don't need him going to some team that he averages five points per game on and getting hurt.
0: Five points per game? Five that, points per game and then you're that in the his league.
1: The I, I read today that he's a role player on his team but he played really well in the uh, like the Fiba World tournaments in six games so, so six so he, six games gets you in the top top 10 so he's
0: an 18 year old that comes it's a, yeah it's a ceiling I, thing i guess I, I don't know man
1: bro like if you're it. in europe you got to produce bro. to me and they say he's a what great the, defender, but who Knicks is he doing? defending? The Knicks aren't doing shit.
0: They're like us. Malik
1: man. Monk made the most sense for them.
0: Yeah, man. Let, hey, let trade Melo. Give
1: that guy. man the ball. Let him run around Madison Garden, sell a whole bunch of fucking tickets. It yeah, doesn't matter. And try to fill it up and sell a bunch of Malik Monk jerseys. You know what I mean? But don't draft this dude who averaged five points in fucking Paris last year, and you expect him to go to the Garden and make it happen no and bad. run the triangle. They say he was a great triangle point guard. Man, hey. Can we get five minutes on field after we go through these picks real quick? Absolutely. But we can go on field right now since we're on the Knicks. Let's
0: let's stop at Canard at at 12 to Detroit. Okay. So then we got –
1: Well, let me talk about my boy right here. Next we got my boy going to – Dallas. Dallas, right? Dallas. Great organization. My man Dennis Smith Jr. Um, That dude's a highlight reel waiting to happen. He's crazy athletic. He's got that mentality. He's got that dog in him. He reminded me of Westbrook when I was watching his highlights.
0: And he's going to Carlisle.
1: Yeah. Great Who coach. can rein him in. Who would see that talent and be like, yeah. here's how you play the right way. This is why you should do it. Because, you know, Rick Carlisle's not going. At all. At all. At all. Hey, sent Rondo to the crib in the playoffs. Sent him home, bro. Home. So we, we don't I'm, need this guy here, bro. JJ, you ready? All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out JJ <laughs> Burrell. <laughs> you ready? JJ Burrell, Let's, go. Legend. let's do this.
0: Uh, but, yeah, dude, good organization.
1: Yeah. Great head or, coach, go,
0: dude. Top to bottom organization. Good head coach.
1: Dirk is Dirk going to be is Dirk going to be around? Like Bro, a, Dirk is playing the league for another ten. He's like Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> Dirk still so Dirk will be around for a little bit. I guess I don't see, see Dirk. Dennis.
1: I don't see Dirk. I mean, he, he might have a year or two. Dirk Dirk's still getting the check though. Dirk is a legend. Um, Dennis Smith though, man. You just look at him though. Like we were talking about earlier, he has that look of a bucket getter. He's got he's got like the hoop earrings, the whole the whole jump off, just bucket getter look. And like he just shows up on the court. To get buckets and, and go home. I'm
0: never gonna compare anyone to the NBA MVP Russell Westbrook, but you saw it. I saw a flash of like just the anger. that athleticism and the explosiveness. Athletic, yeah, it's, yeah dude, exactly. It's but angry dunking. It's Angry dunking. Yeah, like it's he's angry at the well, let's say like a 48 inch yeah, vert. 48 like, inch vert. Yeah, like, he's trying to flush on people. On everybody, get out the way. Right. I don't care about you. Like
1: that's why if the Bulls are gonna suck, just give it to Dennis Smith and let him go crazy for 82 games.
0: And for the years to come like yeah. go you know what I mean cuz if he turns belief, into
1: if bit. he turns into like a good polished player that athleticism you don't find that and he's like 6'3" too it's not like he's a little guy or whatever it might be like that athleticism in a 6'3" body i mean come on man he no, he, nah. look, he look like an nba player to me
0: Zach collins gonzaga you he, liked him i liked him uh, i thought i thought he he's a freshman coming out he showed me a lot in the tournament he had yeah. tenacity when, they went, when he went out of the game, Gonzaga was struggling. When he came back in, they had more energy. He got buckets. He got rebounds. He got to the line. He made shots. I liked him. Cool. So yeah. we'll see what happens there.
1: That's your type of guy. It's 100% Sean's <laughs> type of player right there. You <laughs> know who you draft. Mal- Malik,
0: Malik Monk, bucket getter, straight out, plain and simple. He's Love going guy, to the man. Hornets. He makes them better, man. Yeah, They're going to have Kemba. They'll have him. They, have, they just got Dwight, who I hate. But that's fine. In the East, they'll be all right. Right.
1: Um, And like Calipari said, scoring comes easy. I I don't understand why that's not looked at as more of a positive trait. Like, it's hard to score in basketball games. It's hard to put up 20 points. You know what I mean? And some people are just born to do that. Like, bucket getting is a skill. It is a skill. There are people who are just better at getting buckets than others, and that guy is one of them, man. And the shooting, you add the shooting on top of it. You know what I mean? Like, some dudes just get buckets. It's
0: funny because, like, I re- I remember so many times I'd watch Paul Pierce,
1: yeah, and I'd be like, man, how, did how does he, he do get it? to the
0: basket, or like, how did he get down certified? There and, how did he score that? It's like he just—it's in his a DNA. He's, he's a bucket, bucket getter. getter. His bro. whole life he's
1: been getting. Is he get a shooter? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. Is he a slasher? Yeah, I don't know. And I know mean, Monk is a shooter and all that, but like you look at those type of guys like a Pierce, like yeah, what is he? How do you describe Paul Pierce in his prime? Those I don't know. He just, bucket. he just got buckets. How do you do it? That. He found a way to get them. <laughs> and those guys don't grow on trees, man. No and doubt. Malik Monk is an elite shooter, elite shooter, elite. elite shooter with elite athleticism. I mean,
0: he's a guy that can go out, and he got 50-plus he got in the college. Yeah, game. He's yeah. a guy that can go out and score 35-40. Easy. Like, that's Easy, just, there's man. not a lot of guys running around out there that can and do like,
1: it. And, like, that shooting, that shooting translates immediately. I know so, I keep saying shit translates, but that shooting translates immediately. So, immediate NBA skill that comes over. We're not
0: going to run you through the whole thing. Detroit Pistons, Luke Kennard, another Sean, great footwork guy.
1: Sean loves that guy.
0: Fundamental. I love Duke. I love. I love his game. He could play.
1: Yeah, he's nice. He I, can I, play. Uh, I, I. I like him. I don't know if a lot of what he did in college, he's going to be able to do in the NBA. He watch some of those. He can score, but. I, I – Again, he was a bucket getter in college. Yeah. I don't know if those buckets all are those translating.
0: up and under and banging people. A little, he he kind of like to go up and under, create a little space, bang, fade away. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't know how, how much that's going to translate. But if it's jump
1: shot. But him coming off yeah.
0: screens and shooting jump shots, that's sure. going to translate. Yeah. And, you I mean, exactly. he has
1: those skills. He can handle the ball a little bit. Yeah, you know, he'll be all right. He'll be fine.
0: Absolutely. Never a dull moment in the NBA, man. Off season's been cracking the whole way. It's still just getting started. We, we still have a a uh, uh, ways ways to go the, the NBA
1: is the, is the 12 month 12 month sport NBA is by far the most entertaining sport I, I, you know whatever fuck the NFL and the NBA just keeps it going um, let's talk about do, your boy we do got to hit the cornball though
0: is, is, it, is it Phil
1: there's only one cornball living <laughs> right now he's the biggest cornball known to man Phil fucking Jackson um, shout out to Stephen A. Smith who today <laughs> He went Phil, crazy on And Phil. he was right on this, said that today Phil's first move was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack.
0: Who was on crack. Crack.
1: That. But those <laughs> are facts, right? Like, he he really signed Lamar Odom to a contract. The first, and then,
0: the first order of business right, that he did as.
1: As the next GM.
0: Hey, man. He was trying to do a nice thing.
1: Then gave Melo a no trade clause and proceeded to try to trade him for the next three years. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Even though he had nothing to do with the Oakley thing, he's still there. Right. So as far as I see, he threw Charles Oakley out. Yep. Um, (laughs) Derrick Rose didn't show up to a ball game, and Phil didn't release a public statement on it.
0: The whole whole, (laughs) dude. He didn't say anything (laughs) about one one of his players not showing up. Didn't show up to work. Then he let Melo answer questions about all the whole season left
1: re- mellow out, out to there dry, to dry bro. repeatedly said yeah you know and then comes out in the offseason says i think it'd be best for him if he was somewhere else so just dogs mellow the entire uh, spent the whole year pretty much dogging mellow i'm not sure what he did all year uh me neither he's in, he's in la just hanging out in la
0: you know what i saw uh evan turner tweeted this he said I what saw you that. saw this yeah that was he hilarious said, what if for y'all that didn't see that Evan Turner tweeted, What if Jeannie Buss told Phil that she would get back with him if he traded Porzingis to the Lakers? To the Lakers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, Maybe. Maybe. Because what does that, Phil have to lose that's right the now? Only thing that His legacy this,
1: is cement. Yeah. The, the only so, thing that,
0: that's the only thing that explains the shit that he's which, been. Which gets us
1: to the next point. This week, out of nowhere in the middle of all these trade stuff, comes that Phil is interested in trading Porzingis, right? And then naturally, they ask Phil about it. And Phil being the worst GM in the history of G- – he, no, he has no poker face at all. If you ask him, he's going to tell you exactly what he wants to do. Are you interested in trading Porzingis? Well, we love the guy, but we got to do what's best for our team. Who the fuck is this guy, dude? He's a seven-footer that shoots threes and protects the rim. He's, he's what we want from Laurie Markkinen. And he's 21 years old. And he's 21 years old. And he's the only thing you have that's worth anything, and you are talking about trading him. Then goes to Boston and asks for number three, right? Jalen Brown. He asks for number ne- three. Next year's <laughs> number one. So three lottery picks right there, because Jalen Brown was the third pick in the draft last year. And, uh, and my man, Jay Crowder. With a straight face. Yeah.
0: Hey, I, I'd rather at that than <laughs> yeah, yeah. them call up the Bulls and be like, hey, we'll give you a – you know what I mean? So right. – Right. Like we'll give you a yeah we'll give you a bag of chips a couple of beers. I'm saying the Bulls and we'll couldn't take you out when you come into town. The like, Bulls
1: couldn't offer Butler and 16 for uh, Porzingis if you're so if you're so intent on trading Butler. Right. Phil was open for business. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, fuck Phil, dude. Like Phil, Phil, nobody. I don't know if there's ever you been like a Chicago. Ike. Yeah, go ahead.
0: You didn't even mention him falling. It just came out today that he was he he dozed off at, at a Oh, players, dozed at a, off at, at a at players a workout. workout. Yeah prospect not to be named yeah. they didn't say it they didn't say who yeah. it was he
1: fell asleep at but somebody's
0: workout work, there was a workout and he and Phil they looked over at Phil he was snoozing yeah he just doesn't care bro he doesn't care he doesn't care just he should just
1: slide he's too old. slide
0: back out yeah his back is all messed up his back is all hips. fucked up he's all, all on pain all medication yeah.
1: he's falling asleep here and there he lives in LA 90% of the time just fucking shoot. stays in hotels when he comes to work in New York.
0: Yeah, just shoot out. Just, just okay, hang it man. up, bro. Hang it up, man. It's okay. You got 11 rings, bro. You know, uh, it's
1: fun. Bro, the Knicks, yeah. I mean, if whenever I feel bad about the Bulls, you can always think about the Knicks.
0: That's a good
1: point. The which Knicks. is a shame because
0: the two one, two of the best cities in the country can't get their shit together. Yeah, and it's two all, of the NBA's marquee and franchises. And, it, and it's all front office hey, stuff.
1: But which one all of a sudden is looking up? The fucking Lakers. Yeah. Never down for too long. Never down for On too long. Stuff. I mean, they made those two bad deals last year with Ding and Mozgov, but they already got out They're from under Mozgov. And if you got to live with Ding, you know that's fine. Um, yet, but sure. you got my man Lonzo. Zo. By the way, the Zo Zo two Showtimes are going to be out around the All Star break. They're retailing <laughs> at six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, $4. he $4.95 had, to six ninety five. He already has the
0: purple and gold colorway.
1: Um, it, my dad, right now. Yeah,
0: my dad <laughs> went to the site right after the draft and. Uh, and big the big marquee on the front said
1: it's Showtime. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I was in a position to spend 500 on some gym shoes,
0: you'd support. You'd support. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just
0: to support. just, yeah. just to support the yeah. boy. Yeah, if I had it. Yeah, I feel if it. I had
1: the bag right now, like and I was reckless like that. Um. Yeah. I feel it. Let me ask you this, man. If I showed up to the next party in the ZO2s in the ZO2 I'm Showtime. <laughs> I'm on your head, nah, bro. You're hating. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm whatever, all, bro. Dude, I'm, on, I'm on your <laughs> what, what head. I show up, what if <laughs> I show up with the foot flops? Is, well, this is the thing.
0: The triple, the sliders are low key kind of tough for 300. But for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about the, the, the ZO kicks is that I don't think they're that they're that they're that dope.
1: I'm saying, bro. You know if I'm You saying? saw somebody. Well, it's like when you see somebody in the Yeezys, like, oh, okay, like you know. But even more so is the Zos. That like, yeah, yeah, I it's think so, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's culture a culture thing, bro. You'd be <laughs> on it, gee. If I came through in the zoos, you'd be like, Oh wow, this is crazy!
0: Yeah, because like, I mean, I guess, yeah, you'd be the only person I know. Look, with these them. are the zoo twos, got these exclusive,
1: exclusive, pay 500 for these <laughs> <laughs> pre order. So, yeah, shout-out LeVar Ball and his prophecy, man. Uh, he, he saw his son going to the Lakers, and somehow it
0: happened. He talked that into existence. Yeah. No doubt about it. Shout-out LeVar Ball. Shout-out Zoe. Shout-out everybody that got drafted, man. Good luck yeah, to you guys. Work hard. to everybody. Get Lowering buckets.
1: Hopefully you learn you know, how to rebound, do some other things. Hey, hopefully we're looking back on this and being like, man, Laurie Markin ended up being great, man, man. Mitch Trubisky ended up being great. Please, but right now I don't think so. Yeah, right now we're both both are terrible deals. At the Do end you of think the day. that Laurie Markin can throw a football through a tire?
0: <laughs> I bet you Trubisky can get more than three <laughs> rebounds a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, man, we'll see what happens. No catch up, Chicago for Chicago by Chicago NBA draft special report. If you can help us, please send help to Chicago. We need a front office rep. Yo, why, dude, send uh, send the Cavs boy this way. What's his name?
1: Who? Oh, David Griffin. Yo, yeah, they send be on David the phone, Griffin man. this way, bro. Get right. on the phone with him, man. Nah. I would tell Ronzoff
0: to get on the phone, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't he's not interested in the Bulls.
1: Hey, also, shout out Jalen Rose, greatest non champion, non all star career, post career ever. Yeah, man, he's good For on a guy TV. who never won a championship and never won an all star, that dude is still collecting checks and will be for a really long time. So, shout out Jalen Rose. Shout out
0: Jalen Rose. No catch up Chicago, for Chicago, by Chicago, special report for Shaw. For Nick, I'm Sean. We
1: outie.